Lots of channels, nothing to watch, especially if you're searching for the truth. It's time to interrupt your regularly scheduled programs with something actually worth watching. Salem News Channel, straightforward, unfiltered, with in-depth insight and analysis from the greatest collection of conservative minds like Hugh Hewitt, Mike Gallagher, Sebastian Gorka, and more. Find truth. Watch 24-7 on SNC.TV and on Local Now, Channel 525. Liberty in America is under assault. We no longer live in a reality that includes property rights. We're no longer the kings of our own castle. We no longer enjoy the true benefits of capitalism. Instead, we're negotiating our rights with our own government. This isn't how our country was founded. These aren't the ideas of our founders. It's time to seize back our country. This is the Liberty Hour, where these important issues will be discussed for the sake of America's future. With a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Constitution in the other, here's your host, Sean Thompson. This is the Liberty Hour. Each and every Sunday night when I'm in town, live. When I'm not, it's a recording of when I do the Slap and Tickle Drive Time Chicago, which, by the way, I will be doing this upcoming Tuesday and Wednesday. More often, it's actually your podcast. All right. It's, it's, I mean, really? Just get it right. Just come on. You guys are correct people. You don't have a headset on. You got a giant head. You were late today. You didn't do any cuts. Right. Right, whatever the case is. 312-642-5600. I got to tell you, I am so aggravated yet happy at the same time. Isn't that confusing? And I'll tell you why. Watching that Flannery, fired up on Flannery, whatever the hell. And the guy changes his facial hair every two minutes, and I think there's a pencil involved. Um, Sunday uh, Chicago show where the investigative reporter who's been here for 30 years and really hasn't investigated anything as he sat there as a crossing guard to corruption. Flannery. Um, Anyway, he had on two charlatans today, one of whom is my state, I don't know if they call him a state senator, state rep, Don Harmon. It's like if someone held Opie down and shaved his head and aged him by 60 years, he would be Don Harmon from Oak Park. You're talking about Ron Howard, Opie? Yeah. Okay. He's just, a, but he's this, he still has that childish uh, mentality tucked in an old person's head with the, with the philosophy of a socialist in Oak Park trying to rule over us because he is superior, the self-described intellectual that he is, and ignoring the fact of the reality we call Illinois as it is imploding into the abyss of socialist quicksand. And I love how these people are in such denial. He said something, Macbeth, and we're going to get to the national stuff. Don't worry. But he said something today that I was watching it in the morning, and my wife actually had to tell me, um, you know, just please be quiet. Your daughter's still sleeping because I'm pacing like a lunatic. And basically what he was saying is they're going to implement the progressive tax on Illinois. They're going to have no problem doing it. And the people who are benefiting from the Illinois economy should pay more anyway. And right there, Macbeth, is where you get every once in a while, the tyrannical, despotic socialist will show you a little ankle. This ignorant, economic illiterate socialist failure, Don Harmon, is under the impression that there are people leeching 
off of the economy in Illinois versus Illinois surviving on the economy the citizens are creating for this corrupt socialist welfare state sewer that it is. A punchline among the rest of the country, Illinois. An actual punchline. So therefore, his the way in which he looks at this is really quite telling. And it's in the same way the old-time communists did. We're allowing you to leech onto our economy. You don't earn it. We allow you to operate. Therefore, at any time we want, we can increase the, the, the taxation, the penalty, the extortion for being in Illinois any time we want. And he said that, and there's dimwit Flannery with the penciled-in mustache sitting there like, doesn't even bring it up. I mean, if we're having a conversation, this is in my cigar store, and you have the audacity to say that over it. I say, what, what the hell is wrong with you? What kind of mindset do you have where you feel that the economy belongs to the state and not the state to the citizen? And now you're just picking numbers out of your shoe. And above 250, it'll be 8%. And above 500, it'll be 10%. And above a million, it'll be what? Whatever you guys decide it is. The whole time understanding that the people of Illinois are double taxed and sometimes triple taxed and all the other nonsense. The consumption taxes that they tweak up anytime they want. The failures that they are. And so I'm pacing and I'm, I'm you know, I can't keep my mouth shut under this kind of oppression. So I'm saying these things. And thankfully, you know, I, I'm married to a beautiful, patient saint of a woman who probably, you know, throws darts at my pitcher when I'm not there. And I get it because I'm a hard guy to live with. And I go back and forth five years ago. I knew that this I'm in the real estate business and I knew that the Illinois real estate was going to implode as it had been like an old man getting into a tub up until then. And it's a matter of time before that old man's on the floor. And me selling real estate, giving the advice to people who trust me. And overall, my fiduciary duty as an agent, as a, as a professional, I cannot tell somebody, buy the property today and you'll be okay. You buy a piece of this bankrupt loser state, you're going under, kids, unless you got one of these fancy deals or you hire a Madigan sycophant that maybe could hold off some taxation till you lose on the exit. Yeah, the best you can do is what we did, which is sort of hedge our bets and buy in the place that has the most upside possible Yeah, and, even and then, uh, have an escape plan. And even then, you know, you, you if you it, once you educate people to the fact that your money is has to be inflationally adjusted, they have a concept of it. Yeah, no, these people. They, we they, really should, as homeowners in Illinois, we really should stop doing this show because all we're doing is is reducing. If no. you, if once people start listening to you, all the, they're just going to reduce property values. Listen, I've got uh, I've got a, a couple of investments here. I've got friends who have multiple multiple properties. These guys sure. are really going to take a shellac. Oh, you're going to get a hit. But yeah. but here's the thing. You know, when you look at the representation, when you look at these failures, when you look at these socialists who pretend to be representatives, you realize that we, the downward trend will absolutely and unequivocally continue. There's no chance it's not going to. No, and it might it might sort of adjust a little bit over, but yeah, the overall trend. The more you zoom out on that graph, the further downtrend you see. And when they have the audacity to, on television, on, 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 on your no, news channel, say, if you have benefited from the Illinois economy, at two hundred and fifty thousand, we're taking more, yeah. and you should be paying it anyway. Right. You have to look at that and say, "What?" And even my my Goodbye, business growth. My wife and I've been arguing back and forth. I told her, I said, "Listen, you know, for Thanksgiving, I said, come on, bring everybody down to Florida, get your family here, because that's the only way I can really make the final move is if her family goes along with the whole process." Um, 
no, I, I want to get out of here. And you are a sissy. Can't take, well, I'm not going to do it. I love them too. You know, you can't just, that's like everybody here. You, how many guys really, really, you know, people working who, who know they should move. They don't because they love people. They're family members, right? It's everybody. I don't know one person who says, I'm staying in Illinois because I love it. I don't know Mm -hmm. one person. Yeah, no. Okay, so it's all, you're either tethered because of your occupation. Well, no, actually, no, that's not true. State workers, people who are tied to the machine. Sure. People who are going to benefit and who can move at any time and take that pension with them out of state. Oh, that's that. Well, they're not really people to me. They're sellouts. I mean, I, I, hate, I hate to be. There's I certainly have, numbers. friends. I have relatives that did it. But at that point, when you're in on the scam, your opinion doesn't matter to me anymore. You know what I mean? Fair enough. You ask a car thief what he thinks of your car. Expect him to rob it. Same thing. You know, but it's, they will tell you that everything's fine in Illinois and everything's going well. And then, oh, you know, I had a teacher. I have this an economics yeah. teacher. I told you about yeah. moron that he is continues to go back and forth. This guy we were talking about last week. Yeah, and the pension high school He's, economics teacher. Right. It's absolutely infuriating to hear oh. these guys talk. And he How, wasn't even a crazed lefty. He, no. was a, he was a Trump guy. He listens to the show. Yes, yeah. big fan of the morning show. And he's conned himself into this thing where they're like Don Herman. Oh, I mean, of course, you know. W- the state is 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 fine. Everything is fine. You're making things worse. You're exaggerating the reality yeah, right. versus then us realizing the reality, as you see by evidence of their raising your taxes. You know, here's here's a real simple way to look at it. To be if fair, if they weren't in trouble, would they be raising your taxes? Right. Well, to be fair, he was told there would be no math. <laughs> so so the fact that he hasn't done any shouldn't surprise yeah. me. I mean, the, the ignorance of the of the Illinois Democrat is almost. So astonishing, you have to admire it. How they must lull themselves to sleep at night by just telling themselves not to believe their lying eyes. It's you know, it's got to be something similar to uh, you know, one of the when it, somebody's wife who they know, you know, they come home and they beat you and they bring their girlfriend in the car. Right, You're just denying like reality. Yeah. I mean, are you kidding me? With what's going on here? So anyway, we're watching this today, yeah. and I'm you know, I'm I'm livid. And, you because know, I'm on my way to my third job, right? I've got the business always working, my wife work. She finally says to me, look, if this thing passes, you got to go. You go down there, wait for me, come back, with, you know, on, on occasion, come back one weekend a month. Uh-huh. But I, listen, before we, before we are, subject ourselves to this kind of penalty for, for working. Life trauma. It, it, That's it, what it is to move to another state. It's life trauma. Yeah. Move anyway. But before we allow the state to, 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 to come after and, and, and take away everything we work for, you got to leave. And all I kept thinking to myself, do these politicians not think if, if, if two people like my, myself and my wife come to this conclusion, do they not think like these guys who make the Illinois survive aren't going to just leave immediately? What is the game plan? Do you not recognize you're chasing good people out of the state? 312-642-5600. We will be back after this. See you in Ukraine soon. This is the Liberty Hour. Here's your host, Sean Thompson, on AM560, The Answer. I gotta tell you, I'm in love with this falafel place right down the street. It's got elephant, elephant deer. I gotta turn them into advertisers. You, you, you and I had a phenomenal. small, uh, small uh, disagreement about the name yeah. of funnel cakes because they're called elephant ears. All right, you grew up on the South Side. Nothing is normal. No, 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 I didn't grow up on the South Side. Listen, but you'd be proud of me because this girl called. I did, but that's not why. It was a referral from a a client that I helped in Florida and her sister is a Uh, young girl getting married. You know, you could see they're starting out, they're getting married. Sure. They're looking for property. Naive. 
and they call me up and they want me to help them because the sister said, you know, rightfully described me as being brilliant and talented. And, um, so so, she's a great liar. Go on. (laughs) So, you know, the poor thing, she's young. You can always tell when you talk to young people and how, how important it is when you're starting out to protect your money. You know, this is, this is crucially important. And I said, listen, before we look, well, before you've lost a whole bunch and had to claw it back, you really don't think you'll ever be able to. No. So you're scared when you're young. Especially when you're young. Yeah. Especially under this climate. Anyway, um, I said, before we t- we do anything, we go look at property. Because she's sending me addresses, you know, she sees on Zillow, and they think it's a good deal. Yeah. And uh, I said, let's talk to your your soon, your your fiancé. So we had a nice conference call. And at the end of the call, I think I kind of got it. I wasn't being, like, overly aggressive. Sure. But I said, you know, can you afford to lose fifty, sixty thousand dollars $60,000 before you inflationally adjust your money? And in the meantime have taxes that will go up exponentially just because yeah. in the meantime. Yeah. And I said, you know, I don't know what kind of money you make. You're a young man. Your wife is a young woman. You're going to have a family. Can you afford to lose $100,000 over the next 10 years? Because that's the minimum when you're buying a $300,000 house. Yeah, you might as well have another kid. And um, he goes, so what are you saying I should do? I said, well, you know what you should do. He's like, should I just rent Commute the house? from Beloit. Should I just rent the house? I said, yeah. You got to rent because you know what you're going to lose. Especially your if costs are fixed. Yeah. You're not exposed to other taxation yeah. or maintenance. Especially if you're planning to only be here for, you know, three to five years or something like that. You'd be stupid to buy it. Macbeth, I'll tell you. Yeah, and, you know, these mortgage people, aside from the honest ones that, are, that, I, that you and I could both mention, who, sure. I, who I like very much. Oh, we've had you on, show. on uh, another show. I and I love, I love yeah. those guys, by the way. But they're, they're intelligent enough to give the right. The yeah, right. They don't BS you. They you don't, call they them don't, up no. and they go, this is what's going to work. Give you this the is right what's advice. not going to work. And this it's, is what you need. This is what you don't need. There's a lot of young kids out there that are in, new in the mortgage business and some old yeah. ones who need to make the money because they, they, they blew out Yeah, that will tell you anything you want to hear. You know what's worse? Huh. The point and click. Oh, Here's your online yeah. something. It's worth nothing. Doesn't matter. I've talked, I've talked to at least 30 or 40 people. Oh, yeah, I went through this Einlon process, and then they get to make an offer, and they're like, well, you're not pre-approved for anything. Right. It, it doesn't, <laughs> it's fake. <laughs> but here's the thing, too. It doesn't matter if the debt service cost is low right. if the asset is a loser. Yeah. It, you, you just, yeah. You're, you're just Your just main losing. value is just going to go down. Exactly. Yeah. So anyway, let's go to my guy here who I love. Ooh. He's, he's, he's moody, and it's all because of stretch marks. Mike, Northside, how are you? Hey, how you doing? Wonderful. Macbeth, I figured out I figured out why Sean is not moving to Florida permanently. He can't find an experienced tire dresser that can handle his highlights. No, you know what? He goes to London. He gets in the DeLorean and he goes to London in like 1870 and goes, give me the Sherlock. Yeah, listen to me. That's a good I hair, though. You, I, you, I'd like to see Mike's head. If it's anything like Macbeth, you guys got a lot of nerve making fun of me. Hey. I got a nice reflective a surface you in case we need to land any aircraft. It should have kids playing with it. It's a beach ball. It does on a daily basis. Go ahead, like. Mike. What do you got there? What do you probably got one of those old man baldness where you got the ring around like Don Harmon? John Luke Picard. What do you got? No, no, no bald hair. Right. Everybody's got a full head of hair in my family. It's got a perm. I just, I just wanted to say, out of everybody at your station, mm-hmm. you probably spent more money than Amy Jacobson does on hair and makeup. But that's okay. <laughs> no, that's not true. I've got this I, phenomenal face cream. I'll introduce it to you when I cut my deal here. But go ahead. Okay. I wanted to say the next scam that's coming up, and they're setting it up in advance so Daly makes money on it. At the corner of Leland, which is south of Lawrence, and Western, there's a big city parking lot okay. that LAZ runs. Yep. They have all the neighborhood festivals, the German Fest, the Maid Fest, yep. the Apple Fest. 
mm-hmm. parking for all the stores, all the restaurants. Some out-of-town developer wants to buy it. He wants the city to give him a million dollars in TIF money. But what they're not saying is, according to the parking meter contract, anytime you take a space out of service, you have to reimburse the company. If you have a store in Chicago ah. and you want, if you want a loading zone, it costs six hundred thousand oh. dollars. The city's got to pay for that loading zone. Now there's fifty spaces in this lot, so that's thirty million dollars. If this builder goes there, the taxpayers have to give it the parking company. Now the city's not going to give it. Will, wait a minute! Wait a minute! Wait a minute! The builder doesn't have to give the, the no 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 the, parking. the city the city, the gives city the according to their contract with the people who who run the parking meters man yeah they have man. to because they didn't want to double How dealing does this contract they didn't want to get screwed on. over by the city of Chicago wait, wait, which is wait, understandable it gets better all right go ahead wait it gets better because so now the city's going to have to cough up thirty million they're not going <laughs> to want to do it the parking meter company's going to use their their law firm can't Munchen, which Daly's a partner at. Yeah, I know. Yeah. To take him to the court, the judge is going to give it to him, and now that law firm with Daly is going to get 30% of, of the $30 million, which is $9 bucks. So this is all set up in advance. And then the alderman's going to say, this new alderman that Amy Jacobson loves, oh, because he's like a light-skinned Obama. He doesn't know anything. <laughs> oh, we, no, we knew nothing about it. But like the city worker whose pension you guys' dog, especially Prof, every week is alerting everybody to this. Nobody wants to listen. Oh, I'm sure it won't happen like that. We won't lose anybody on this deal. Right. Let's trust the Democrats. This is unbelievable, man. I, I, and here's Flannery. He, Flannery's asking questions of Harmon rather than talking about this kind of story. Yeah. You know, this is what fries me in, in, in Illinois, in Chicago in particular. These guys are investigative reporters. How come my guy who works in the city knows more than Chuck Gowdy? More than well, more than uh, Flannery. You know, you don't ass- don't assume that Mike knows anything more than 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 Flannery. Just no. that Mike's willing to go on the air and say it. Mike, you're my guy. See how we we treated him nice today. We were nice. We were kind of mean last right, week. So still, we were nice. Punching still a scam, kid. Goodbye. <laughs> all right. <laughs> I mean, first of all, it's amazing though that that this. I mean, oh, you can tell every, Mike's well read and all deal. that. He's up on every it. day. Every how deal. many of this goes untalked about? Oh, every, you no, know what I mean? nobody notices. Just a little a little building where you're taking out five spots. And who's involved in the planning and zoning phase? Right. The first thing you ever see of a project is when ground is cleared and graded and like mm-hmm. there's sewer pipes going in and they're paving. Yeah. So you go, oh, there must be building a store there. You don't know that the grift has been going for 18 months. And how much, how much of the, how many of the aldermen and all the people that voted on that parking meter deal? Oh, yeah. They knew what this would lead to. Of are you course. telling me these guys who are lawyers it, and, and... I don't want to burn your brain, but it creates a quid pro quo. Yes, it's all quid pro quo. The entire Democrat Democrat Party platform is quid pro quo or pl- pay to play, because every one of these aldermen they they all knew what was going down with that yeah. deal, and they all knew. And and then and then the ex mayor goes to work for the law firm that's going to constantly be paid for by the taxpayers again, because he's the one that cut the deal with the with the, the parking meter people. Oh my! And word. the Skyway. Don't Try. forget the Skyway. That's another debacle. I'll tell you what. You know, it's we're on just, the hook for maintenance. It's like boogie nights, man. Every time you turn around, we're getting screwed. And where the colonel is? Uh, is Lori Lightfoot the colonel? <laughs> Lori Lightfoot, yeah. So that was a highly disturbed individual. That that character is one of the most disturbing characters in any movie ever. I know you. I'm way I'm way off subject. Well, no, Flannery was oof. on Flannery. He brought in Grady Preckwinkle, and all I kept thinking about is even <laughs> even though little Lori Lightfoot is just a smaller version, it's still way better than it could be. 
Oh, it's like twins. You know, because, yeah, it's like, it is. She's yeah. Danny. She's the Danny DeVito. Yeah. And um, she's still, I, I, they're going to spew the same nonsense. At least make it somebody that doesn't make me vomit when I look at him. I can't even look at Preckwinkle. No. It's like Jan Schakowsky. No. How do you even light, look at light, him? Lightfoot's no. like looking at And like Mike said, you know, I, beauty it's, may only be yeah. skin deep as he talks boring. about my, my appearance. Which, sure. you know, I get it. Don't hate me because I'm beautiful. Well, you know. Beauty may only be skin deep. Thank God you cover most but of it. But Preckwinkle proves ugly is to the bone. Well, I mean, ugly is uh, mostly personal, isn't it? I don't right? think so. I mean, ugly Let me is... tell you something, brother. No, no, I'll I bring think... a stray dog that'll look at her like she's got a chicken wing in her mouth. I'm not are some, you kidding me? Some of the most beautiful people I know are, are dumpster fires physically, right? Really? Oh, oh yeah. They're, they're beautiful people. I'll tell you, that's why right? my wife loves you. But look at, at the you. same, He's the, deep, baby. But at the same time, yeah. when you get somebody who is, who is you know, personally ugly, they're, 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 uh, yeah. their personality, their self is ugly. That's what I mean. Um, it amplifies physical ugliness. Yeah. Right? There's no there's no mitigating factor, right? You don't go look at that person and go, you know, that hurts my eyes, but at least they're nice. You go, no, this person's just horrible. Preckwinkle will make babies cry and dogs <laughs> howl. What are I you just, doing? I you? Just, my my mic doing? is falling apart. I I, uh, I got to say, too, uh, I got to thank Flannery for letting me know what a number three pencil is for. I know number one is for art. Number two is for, like, scantrons when you're in high school. Number three is for his beard. Can we just get a good investigative reporter? Can we get just Can one? we get somebody to investigate that, that 5 o'clock shadow he's had since 1986? Yeah. I mean, I kind of like Savini. I just don't want to, you know, around those bars. 312-642-5600. We'll be back. Now, back to the Liberty Hour. Call Sean now at 312-642-5600. So you know what's funny? We're talking about the old times, right? We're talking about old technology. Yeah. Old talking about the 90s. You know, first signed that. up for Facebook in early right. 2000s. And I'm looking at the, at the headline on Drudge. Does Bloomberg not have a mirror in his house? Does he think it that he It'd have to looks, be pretty low to the ground. I mean, does, what does he think? Like he's going to come out like an Avenger and say, you know what this country needs? A little bit more Michael Bloomberg. Well, you know, 80 what? years old, right? I think he has accurately pinned the fact that if there was a viable middle of the road Democrat, um, that that would that person would have the best chance of beating Donald Trump. But what he doesn't what are- he hasn't accurately surmised is that the base, the primary voting Democrats have zero interest in a middle of the road <laughs> well, healer. <laughs> what he hasn't decided is that middle-of-the-road Democrat that people would vote for is Donald Trump. Yeah. He is a Democrat. That's why they're freaking out. Well, he, t- he, took he stole a lot of their, their base. Yeah. And then you did that thing you did to me, right? When I would start to complain about some of the issues, aside from the cowards that call Misty up and call swear at her. Yeah. Because I, I dare... Did he just talk about the uh, the economic system we rejected for eight years and now we love because Trump delivered it? Yeah, how dare you? You know, instead of them being able to do that, they call me a never Trumper. Yeah. And um, what he did is steal their base and steal their union worker Especially, vote. Yeah, the blue collar that and Rust steal felt. their yeah. pay to play vote. Yeah. So all he shouldn't they, have been competitive in Michigan and Wisconsin, no. and Pennsylvania. It shouldn't have even been close. No, but he he and I give him credit. It's a brilliant thing. Now he's yeah. all that stands. And now he's got to hold it. Between actual Nazis, I'm sorry, but socialist fascists who are willing to implement the kind of tyranny the ones in Illinois are talking about, like I was telling you about in the first half hour, where you get to think and say out loud on a TV show 
that we benefit from Illinois and Illinois doesn't benefit from us and we should be we, we should be glad that they're only taking 8%, that's Nazi talk, boys and girls. And that's a socialist delivering it. The only thing missing is that Hugo Boss suit with the big lapels and the courage to call themselves Nazis. But other than you that... You think those will ever come back with the wide-thighed uh, the, like, triangle pants? Well, I hope they bring back the boots and the, and the, and the trench coats, the leather trench coats. If you're going to do it, do it right. You're just trying to get more jobs going. It's just sickening to me, man. You know how I many people you'd need to polish all that leather? That's why, when, you know, during the Blues Brothers, I've got to get you to have that clip, I hate Illinois Nazis. I hate Illinois. Means, we might have in the system a look. Because what he means is, 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 the, is today's Illinois Democrat. Because that's the same thing when you hear them actually talk. Now, I understand they all do it from that effeminate position of Don Harmon, side-saddle Don that he is. I get that it doesn't have that, that uh, uh, German ring from the Reichstag. But believe me, the content of what he is saying is exactly the same. See, they long. Democrats, here's the trick to grabbing Democrats. They need a strong man. They want to be controlled. They want things to be orchestrated. They have the mindset of servants. So that's what Donald Trump sees on, because they like how he runs things like that. They like how he says, no, no, no. All of it has to stop everything. I must do everything through my Democrats in office, and I will control macroeconomics and micro. See, they, that appeals to them, which is why union Democrats, like the many I know, the ones I'm related to, love Donald Trump. So he grabbed that, and they are flailing because they don't know what to do. The problem that they have is the ones who are jumping into the race do not understand how they look to normal people. No, they have no perspective. Right, because they live in the fantasy world of Bloombergville, where everyone loves him because he's paying them. I think there's something to be said for the fact that the, um, the current sort of social media culture, right, you have the choice. You can either immerse yourself in a sort of mixed bag of people with various opinions, mm-hmm. or you can go into that shelter of everybody agrees with you and rah rah, and you know, make you feel good, and that sort of you know constant affirmation. Or you can do what you and I do, which is dive straight into trolldom and 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 just just argue with people all the time. Like, the, I don't I don't like people who agree with. So me. since I started doing the slap and tickle show on a more regular basis, yeah, I'm encountering exactly that what yeah. you're speaking of. And, you know, the hardest part for me to, to deal with is that for all of those Obama years, when I did exactly the same thing I do now, when I speak in exactly the same fashion, they loved you. the same, well, yeah, not only that, they were all on board with the individuality of it, with the liberty that this country's built on. They were all on board. Yeah. And now what I'm seeing is the similarities between the, the policies of Elizabeth Warren um, Bernie Sanders, Joe Biden, and Donald Trump. To me, a lot of them are inseparable. Yeah, and there was another host here who had a similar experience. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it didn't end well. <laughs> didn't end well. Um, but you know what? I listen. The people that do contact me and do I, I have one. We have wonderful people here. You should see. I get them. They call the store. Yeah. They send me emails. It's wonderful. The only time I ever get really aggravated because I understand how alluring it is. You get it to want to be protected. And to want to think people are good and have your best interest in mind. I do understand it very well. I mean, I grew up in a, in a family that half of them were Democrats and union people. I understand. I was involved with them. And I, they're all good people. But they don't disconnect from the reality of when you trust people like that, you open yourself up to being robbed. And the problem is you got to identify what, what's right and what's wrong in government. And to me, 
The idea that we're servants to it is what's wrong. Whether it's Harmon or a Republican, it's wrong. 312-642-5600. Illinois Nazis. I hate Illinois Nazis. .com. 12 days of Christmas? Not likely. At Tasty Catering, their chefs have been cooking up brand new winter menu items all year long. So when the temperature drops and you start humming holiday jingles, they're ready to serve you the best holiday party catering feast around. The highly anticipated Tasty Catering holiday menus are already available online for you to browse. And what's more, the Tasty Catering staff is ready to use their award-winning service to get you into the holiday spirit. Holiday party planners from companies throughout Chicagoland from downtown to the far suburbs. Tasty Catering invites you to their kitchens to taste some delicious holiday menu items. Then, let their friendly team help you plan the most successful holiday party yet. Don't wait. Call them today at 847-593-2000 or visit TastyCatering.com to schedule a holiday lunch date on them. Visit TastyCatering.com now. Full menus are online and their staff has an invitation waiting for you to come and sample. TastyCatering.com 847-593-2000 you're listening to The Liberty Hour with Sean Thompson. Get on the line with Sean by calling 312-642-5600. So I get criticized a lot because I do talk about policies. To me, that's what this thing is all about. I say in each and every case, there is no way we can have a Donald Trump not win, baby. He's got to win. My whole thing is I just want to correct the issue. Because I recognize the fact we have an entire group of people who are in love with the man, not necessarily the issue. And to me, it's always the issue because we are the ones that live through the man. Yeah. He will be gone one day. And the criticism isn't even of their support. It's the it's just the acolyte nature. Of yeah, it. I just. It's the fanboy nature of it. It's just, okay, can you, you could support him, but can you also just be intellectually honest and say, these certain things are not a good idea. For instance. Everything the guy touches is gold. Seriously, that's plated. Yeah, and here's the other thing. I, I, it, aren't you concerned by the people that were, are in the inner circle bother me? Yeah. And, Steve and, Mnuchin has no, no business in a Republican administration. And here's the other thing. I don't think, I think at his, at his persona and what Donald has been for 40 years, it's probably really hard for him to have people that he could trust because he's almost got that Bloomberg thing where everybody around them is worshiping him to a certain extent. Right. But when you have guys that are jeopardizing your reputation and your good name, I think that's when you have to say, well, let's take a a little step back and focus on exactly what is happening. And I thought, you know, in here, like, you know, I was listening to Dan Proft and, and Juan Williams. Did you hear him on Friday argue? I, you know what? I heard a little bit of that. I, uh, I, cause I caught it on YouTube. It actually popped up on my, uh, yeah. on my YouTube autoplay. You know, it was, and I was in the mood for comedy, but I heard a couple minutes of that and I said, I'm going back to that. And I'll tell you, it's not great. I think Dan's a brilliant kid. You know I, they, they really went at it. They really went at it. But what it showed you is that just because you're in different camps politically, you're literally listening to the same word and hearing it differently. There, yeah, that was what that argument was about. Yes, they were literally hearing that the was, exact same words differently. Yeah, not a semantic argument, but but literally, yeah, it's it was 
It was almost a difference in connotation. Like it was, it was, it was, yeah. So it was freaking me out. Okay. Because I'm like, <laughs> freaking it, you out. how are you going to solve the problems that the country faces? If people who may look at things differently cannot agree that this white thing in my hand making noise is paper. It's not paper. That's ground up trees. <laughs> it was crazy. Okay. It's not paper. Yeah. I know. Right. It's not paper. No. If you look back historically, paper's <laughs> thicker. It's made of hemp fibers. It, yeah. I, it's, so, it's discouraging, but at the same time, it's also encouraging to see people actually care enough to get excited. You know yeah. what I mean? Because yeah. you go back to like 2004, other than people who thought Bush was Hitler, there was no, nobody cared. And now look at, you Everybody's know, in hindsight, out. you know what I do? You know what, to your point, and I'm not always optimistic, especially when it's late at night I'm on Sunday. I'm never optimistic. Um, but to my point is, you, as you get further from the Bush presidency, we can all look back as conservatives and people who support him and said, you know what, he was 100% wrong. There were mistakes with made. TARP yeah. and with Iraq. Sure. I mean, there's no way to argue that he sure. wasn't. But okay. he was also not some some horrific weirdo. No. Like, like he was just a dude trying to do his Job. Yeah, with daddy issues. Yeah. Um, but you know, when I watched and brother issues. But when I watched <laughs> when I watched the first of all, the hearings are I think, you know, I'm I, I'm political enough to say they're absolutely politically driven. This is not about something that Congressional rises. hearings are politically driven. Right. I no, mean it doesn't I won't accept <laughs> it doesn't rise to the level of, in my opinion, from what I know. But I was open enough to say, well, let's hear some of these issues. Oh, I think they should just keep parading up witnesses that I mean, all they're doing is handing voters to trump but did you they should keep parading yeah. up witnesses that that talk about something that somebody else told their cousin's friend but I, that's essentially what's happens and fiona hill i thought was very good and fiona hill is a trump appointee isn't that country singer no she is a woman who has an unusual accent probably get it because you you know at a certain iq what point is your that voice accent changed. it's it's the 140 iq accent is it the is it the yeah. connecticut accent when your okay. iq gets to 140 you, gotcha. you have an accent and here it is i just wanted you to hear some of the things she said because i have always said I don't like Giuliani. I'm sorry. I never liked them. I remember before 9-11 yeah. how New Yorkers didn't like him, and I remember why they didn't like him. You're going to hit that button in there. Are you on? Yeah, I think so. Did I turn you on? I don't know. All right, let's try it. Some of you on this yes. committee appear to believe that Russia and its security services did not conduct a campaign against our country, and that perhaps, somehow, for some reason, Ukraine did. This is a fictional narrative that has been perpetrated and propagated by the Russian security services themselves. Now, that's undeniable, yeah. right? Yeah. Russia does things and lies. That's what they do yeah. for 100 years. America does things and lies. Yeah. That's what we've done for 100 years. You know, somebody said to me last week, oh, why would Russia, if Russia was doing all this stuff, why wouldn't they keep it as secret as possible? It's like, because the damage done is by having this narrative out there, by having this idea that they are in charge of one or both of your political parties. That's where the damage happens, right? Yeah. Because that's when it becomes... Utterly untenable to listen to the opinion of somebody who disagrees with you. But the other thing I can't, I, I'm, I'm astonished at the stupidity of the average American. Why? Do you not think, Have you met the average American? Do you not think that we and our intelligence agencies co mingles and intervenes and corrupts and every election with? in South America, yeah. Central America, Europe, South Africa, East Europe, Israel? I mean, that's what Turkey. we do. Yeah. It, oh, yeah. ta da, it's news. Our enemies do the same thing. Georgia. Crazy, man. State and How country. How stupid are you? But what you can gather is what, what these people witnessed is to me question. You, you have to question the Rudy Giuliani thing. You don't have to condemn Trump, but you do have to question Rudy Giuliani. And we'll get back to that when we come back. 
What was he doing with the oil company? It bothers me. 312-642-5600. Break down the politics. Smoke out the spin. This is the Liberty Hour. Here's your host, Sean Thompson, an AM560, The Answer. Ah, those bums won their court case, so they're marching today. What bums? Nazi party. Illinois Nazis. I hate Illinois Nazis. Yeah. If he only knew, they'd be running everything. Yeah, he, 30 he, years later. Yeah, he did get it out of Illinois in time. It is so depressing to, to, to understand that. Yeah, no, no, I get it. Um, I barely made it past that age myself. So To understand that you just are, they're looking at us yeah. and saying, we're allowing you to make money. Look we're at that. allowing you. I see a stone over there in Elmwood Park with a Sherlock haircut, <laughs> with a Sherlock Holmes yeah. haircut. His name is Sean Thompson, yeah. and I think there's a little bit more blood I can it's take. It's just out of. amazing, and not realizing what that does to families, and oh, that's they, why. Yes, they realize it. That's why, to me, you have to be diligent to make certain this doesn't happen on a federal level when you can. Now, right. obviously, it it has. Yeah. Well, we exported it in 2008. We exported Chicago nationwide. Absolutely. We and, we, we took we went from beta testing in Chicago to full out release. And this was the beauty of Trump. And it went almost as bad as the healthcare website. He exposed it up, down, left, and right. There's no question about it. He exposed it. And he exposed it in the bureaucracies that we thought were above reproach, whether it be the FBI. Um, we knew that the agencies viewed us as money makers, the EPA, OSHA, and the, you know, the rest of them, and that the Department of Education. You know, I got to say, having had to deal, and, I've had to deal with OSHA. A number of times uh, yeah. in my 16 years as a contractor, uh-huh. uh, I got to say, OSHA, of all the federal government uh, entities, pretty reasonable. Really? Oh, yeah. Or is it that they're just too lazy? No, no, right, they, yeah. they, they just sort of... Because I'll take they, lazy. There's no, there's no grift for okay. OSHA, right? Because they have to have pictures of everything, right? So there's no way that they can say, oh, yeah, you know, you give me 50 bucks and we'll make this go away. Because everything's just incredibly... So, because of litigation. They're not like the EPA. We're so litigious that they record everything, and there's there's literally no room to fix. So they're not like the EPA where they find the steel mill uh, dumping, um, uh, what is that chemical that they dump into Lake oh, Michigan? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ammonia. Dumping ammonia into Lake Michigan, and they just fine them and they because they get them. half of the fine? Or worse yet, they go and say, this mine is a hazard. We're going to shut this yeah. company down, and then that company shuts down. They turn off the, the, the bilge pumps. And then the mine fills up with water, and now toxic arsenic and copper-laden water is flowing into rivers. Did you see in the Tribune that, that EPA you know, they, is is an utter? I, I this is the second time I'm using the phrase dumpster fire in one show. Yeah, that's all right. Did you see the EPA just did that that uh, steel mill that opened up because of the tariffs and yeah, the subsidies? Yeah, yeah. It opens up and it's dumping ammonia into Lake Michigan. Is it Lake Michigan or Lake Erie? I think it's Lake Michigan. I okay. could uh, let me review, revisit. I it was it. in Ohio. I could be wrong. They paid three three and a half million dollars the year before they shut down. Yeah, like t- you know, nine years ago. Yeah, They're and they haven't changed anything. They they've just, been opening. They just hit them with another million five. Oh, open it back up. Yeah. I mean, are you kidding me? Because they fact it's budgeted. Dude. It's budgeted. They factor so, it into the price. I like that Trump does that. I get nervous when the people around him kind of follow in that same Democrat pattern of we're going to do what we want. <laughs> and this is. Uh, this is at the hearing. This is uh, Fiona Hill, and this is talking about um, 
Rudy. He then, in the course of that discussion, said that Rudy Giuliani was a hand grenade that was going to blow everyone up. He was clearly pushing forward issues and ideas that would, uh, you know, probably come back to haunt us. And in fact, I think that that's where we are today. So now I was infuriated, yelling like a lunatic from a soapbox yeah. when I read about the Bidens and both their corruption with with uh, Ukraine and with China and yeah. the contracts. And, uh, you know, I did a whole thing when I first filled in for Joe a year and a half ago about Rosemont Capital and all the skullduggery right. that went on. So I was like, yes, now finally this is undeniable stuff and we're going to get this issue and we're going to win. No, nope, tribalism says no. Then you find out Rick Perry and Rudy Giuliani, Energy 45, what the hell are you doing? I just, it, it makes you want to get back on that soapbox and just say, who is with me that we can identify wrong? Not Republican and Democrat wrong, but just wrong. All right, I'll be doing this on Tuesday. Hopefully there'll be more stuff and a little more uh, Bloomberg humor. Because I like yard gnomes that feel they can solve our problems. I have to go home. I have to go home. I have to go home. I have to go home.